Hello and welcome back to Cardinal Cast. We are back in action. After a few weeks. Okay, so this is really lame. I've got the Eminem song stuck in my head. Oh no, which Guess one? Guess who's back? Back again. Watson's back. That's, <laughs> that's, that's as good as I am of a rapper. That, that might not be on my playlist. Yeah. You don't have Eminem on your playlist? Actually, I do have some old Eminem on, the, on my playlist. So I, knew you I like some attitude cool, music. I knew you weren't a cool principal today, and we're going to talk about that for a couple different reasons, but I didn't know you were like... I thought you were a little bit cool. I'm not very cool anymore, no. am I? We're going to talk a little bit about freshman expectations and why <laughs> Mr. Mack is a mean principal. No, I'm just yep. teasing. He's not a mean principal. Um, but yeah. No, I got the nice card taken away. Um, yeah. You did? So, we're, so, we're not going to talk about that yet, though. Okay, okay. I want to talk about something really, really positive first, which I also so think the, And then we'll positive. talk about me being mean yeah, to the freshmen. we're freshman. totally going to talk okay. about you being mean to the freshmen. Okay, yeah. Um, I have to keep um, my reign as the nice person in the building. That's why why I got a school counseling degree. Don't you know? There you go. I I dish out discipline. So true, true story is I got my school administration degree first, and then I decided I don't want to be the mean person in the building. So I went back and got a school counseling degree, and it's worked out pretty well for me. Yeah, I apparently have no problem being the mean person. I want to talk positive first. All right. Um, Happy New Year! Happy back in school. I want to talk about Uno. No kidding. And there's there's more out there now. I'm obsessed. So, yeah. So we come back. I don't even. You're gonna have to tell me the background of where this idea came from. So, all I know is after the New Year's, I think we were talking about something, and you went and the day before school started this semester, you went and bought out like Walmart of all their Uno cards. All the Uno cards. Put there a, were none left. Put a box I, on every table in the Commons. All. Yeah. And then you had a message that you taped on the box yeah. about, you don't have to tell me what it says, but it's about less time looking at the phones versus looking at each other. It is. It's um, do more things that make you look up from your phone. There you go. With a mountainscape. And I thought, oh, neat idea. You know, that would be cool if it worked. And lo and behold, it worked. You should uh, see this. Internet world. Um, so I, I don't know about you, but... On break, and this is where we're really blessed as educators because we kind of, I always say we get two New Year's right, times. Right, right. Like the Agreed. start of a school year, we get to like evaluate our goals for the year. That's a and New then Year. Mm-hmm. In the break, um, I got a chance to just have a really good break. Um, I actually went to beach and, you know, you have the best <laughs> thoughts walking on beaches. Um, That's where this came to you? Yes, it did. So... I thought you'd enjoy that as well. Yeah, but um, Rubbing in the beach well, part. And I think everyone knows, and if there's any parents watching this, um, I think you know that I'm a really big proponent about not necessarily limited social media, but smart mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. Um, and not necessarily limited screen time, because a lot of our homework is on screens, but smart screen time. And finding those pockets for interaction and connection where mm-hmm. we can. Because even though our students think they're connecting with this, like, online gaming person and that's a true connection it's really it's not the same as having someone beside you Mm -hmm. in conversation um so one of my goals this school year and i've been doing i've actually actually been and you know this i've been speaking a little bit at conferences Mm -hmm. um and one of the topics that i speak on is smart social media and things to be you know leery of um and so I've started following, and this is me on social media. So I actually got this idea off of social. <laughs> isn't that funny? That is funny. I got the Uno cards off of social media. But I started following other counselors and other advocates who go around our state and the nation and speak to students mm-hmm. about um, positive online behavior and positive 
what do we call it? Like digital legacy, you know, putting your best self online. And so one of the guys I followed, um, he was talking about playing Uno and doing things like that students. And he was talking, it really was what not to get your kid for Christmas. And he's a big, like no cell phones, no smartphones. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, get them Uno cards. I was like, well, that's a brilliant idea. What if I just mm-hmm. sprinkled those everywhere? So. so I want to back this up. So you were looking for an idea how to have students do less on social media, and you researched it by doing more social media research. On Instagram, <laughs> my, my favorite social media platform so, right there. To, to recap, so then on January 7th, the start of second semester, there's Uno cards, a deck of Uno cards on each of the tables out in the Commons area, which is our main gathering area for morning breaks, lunchtime, all that, and after school again, too. Um, so the first day at lunch, I walked through and half the tables roughly were playing Uno. I mean, the, the boxes were open because, you know, they were still in the box. The directions were there and everything. The boxes were open and the uh, students were starting to kind of play around with the cards. Then the shortest break we have during the day is in the afternoon. And I counted and there was more tables trying to get a quick game of Uno again in during this afternoon break. So then the next day at lunch, and as I walked through, there were more tables playing Uno than the previous day um, to the point where yesterday, I want to tell two stories from yesterday about Uno that I haven't shared with you. Okay, good. So one was the table juniors mostly, maybe a couple seniors were sitting at the table at the far end as you walk into the high school, and they dealt two hands of Uno to where there wasn't even students sitting. And so I'm just eating lunch, you know, standing at the front door, and all of a sudden they no more than dealt, and in runs, well, one of them was Sawyer Haig, in runs the students on a run to get to the table, and they pick up their, their cards. They were dealt into the hand, apparently texting or snapping that they were on their way, deal me in. I love it. So they come running in to grab their cards and start playing Uno so they'd have some time during lunch. And the second story yesterday was, um, our C-team basketball played Scott's Bluff yesterday, and, and for whatever reason, Scott's Bluff showed up like way early. We way were, early. Yeah. I saw that too. So yeah. normally they would get here at 3.30, and instead they got here at a quarter to three, and we still have classes going on for another half hour. So Mr. Pope says, you know, just come out and sit here in the commons. Guess what Scott's Bluff basketball teams, their C-teams, were doing? <laughs> for, they were playing Uno. They were playing did, Uno for I about 45 minutes. And I smiled. I yeah. thought that was pretty fun. So they were all dealing in. They were playing Uno, and and uh, so yeah, it's been a big hit. I see there's more cards out there today. Saw some Go Fish yes. and some. Miss Moore brought us some um, Old Maid, which I don't Old remember Maid, how saw to play. That. So oh, I'm I have remember to that. Sit and and relearn how to play, and just some Go Fish and yeah. some. Um, gosh, I can't think of the other one, but there's another game that I right. forget how to play. But there, you know, it's it's really impressive because the other thing you were talking about the difference between social media students who think they're interacting, mm-hmm. communicating through whatever app. Um, what they don't, what you don't see is just like the laughter, the, mm. the laughing, the chaos around the table. And, and I, I think it, it's just a nice feel good, uh, to see that this live interaction face to face. And, um, so it's been a big hit. Um, great idea. Super off, successful. Off social media. Yeah. Off social media. <laughs> but so I want to say two things before we get off Uno and start talking about why you're a mean principal. Now, so far you're fun. <laughs> we want to get to play, that part. We play Uno at Shadron High School. So we're yeah. fun. We're fun people. Um, so two things about that. The first is until we brought those cards out and mm-hmm. I saw those kids interacting, let's show them what lunchroom looked like. Three, two, one. 
This is what lunchroom looked like. Yeah, oh, I'm so sure and they would be this far from each other too. This. This would be. This is it. It was the quietest lunchroom mm-hmm. you've ever been <laughs> yeah, that's in. True. And it's every school. I talk to counselors across the state when I speak. Um, at these conferences, mm-hmm. and every state has that lunchrooms. There's hardly any discipline that happens in the lunchrooms because yeah. they're all staring at their phones. Yeah. It does not look like that right now. So that means to me that kids don't necessarily want to look at their phones. I think I think I've been yeah. thinking that they want like to engage in their phone more than they want to engage with us or each other. And I think we proved that wrong right. here because. If a simple card deck or a card game of Uno can get them interacting, Mm -hmm. they would much rather interact. They just, Mm -hmm. you know, we all need to be engaged. So when engaged, they'd rather be off their phone. So that was a good lesson for me. Um, And then the second thing I want to do here on the podcast today is I want to send out a plea. So Uno will get boring, you guys. Like, we can't play Uno five times a day every Mm -hmm. day. So far, it's really fun. So Miss Moore bringing those other card games today was huge. And my husband will kill me if I can continue to go spend money at Walmart (laughs) on games. So my thought is we might all have a game at home that is not being used or that you'd be willing to donate to the high school. And I will be in charge of rotating those games out. Mm -hmm. Like I'm thinking, um, sorry, just normal decks of cards, just anything. So if you're looking to donate a board game, hit me up. Yep. Things that we can easily just set out on the table. Right. You that know, you don't care if they get yeah, ruined. Because no res- the cards are going to get ruined. You guys, they're yeah. not going to last forever. Um, now, it, so. Yeah, we're eating food around them. So, yeah, you're going to. And yeah. one thing about Uno is, like, you don't need all the cards. No. So if food gets spilled or something I notice on, you know, whatever, on some of the cards yep. get destroyed, you can still play. Yep. And I didn't realize all the different cards in Uno. I guess I hadn't played Uno for a long time. And so I sat down with some students uh, uh, last week after school. It's like, oh, this is way more interesting than I thought. I had no idea. So apparently the reverse so. card is becoming, and not just at our school, just nationwide. It's like a funny like text or a meme. Like if you don't oh. want to do something or if you somebody, the... <laughs> like someone said something mean to you, you just send them a, a picture of the reverse card like yeah. back at you. It's kind of yeah. funny. It's neat. It's a lot of interaction, a little more noise in the in the cafeteria area in that commons area. Um, love it. It's it's, it's a been great really, idea. Really fun. I wouldn't have guessed. So yeah, if you got some spare games that you think might uh, work, you know, if you want to drop them off and yeah. and donate them to the high school, we'd we take them. We can rotate them. Yeah, great idea. Um, so let's talk about what your mean principal. Like you're fun. You let kids play Uno, but. I heard you're taking away freshman headphones. What is yeah. going on? Tell can, me. Can about we focus these. on the fun part? Yeah. We play cards in Shadron High School. Yeah. I let's. actually think it has more linked <laughs> together than I thought originally when I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to talk about Uno. And I'm like, well, freshman expectation actually fits right in with Uno because we're doing it in different ways, but we're trying to achieve the same thing. Right. So this has been for. We've noticed this for a few years as as the students transfer or transition out of middle school into high school. They're excited. They're excited to come to high school, and and you know the roof is wide open. We, um, I think there's some things that maybe more freedoms that probably come in in high school um, than in middle school just naturally, and that goes for any of the schools of of those levels. Um, it just felt like we were having more behavior issues with our with freshmen. And it wasn't like we don't have like physical violence or, you know, a lot of that stuff. It was just some just little disrespect. And and so I would observe classrooms and I'd walk into a classroom. And um, number one is, you know, 10 years ago, headphones were fairly big and had foam, you know, and you could really see them so you could monitor them. 
Well, the AirPods are coming out, so just this little thing of whites hanging out an ear. It looks like it's dripping out of their ears. Um, there's no cables anymore, and so it just when the headphones turned into earbuds, turned into Air, Air AirPods. Um, we just noticed like students would just hang them over an ear and be sitting in the class. Well, you know, they might have their music on or not. You can't tell. Well, then pretty soon you see, like, especially with our freshmen, they just keep their headphones in. Mm-hmm. And the While teachers, the teacher is teaching, the teacher's teaching yeah. in class. And I'm like, this is just, we're not, we're not doing any favors to students if we're not addressing this. And they're not distracting the class, mm-hmm. I would say. I don't think it was a big distraction that way. Um, so it didn't really fit some of those policies, but it just felt like, like these students are going to be getting part-time jobs in the summer, and and if they think this is acceptable, I mean, it just comes across. I don't think they understand how an adult perceives that or a supervisor would perceive that. Um, so that was one of the issues, like how to teach these young students that are getting their smartphones and, and cell phones in middle school, how to teach them appropriate use. And so one method and probably what most middle schools do is you just don't allow the phones. Absolutely. Well, in high school, we want to kind of be able to teach and model how to use the phone around, you know, your supervisors or teachers, what's appropriate um, versus what's not. So we want to somehow transition from can't have a cell phone at all to I don't mind cell phones in the in the building. I really don't. I don't mind them in the class. I just don't want it while the teachers during instruction time you know, while the teacher's in there, you know, with the students. And so just trying to figure out how to bridge that a little bit. And that, it just felt like that's where we were slipping up is we didn't have a very good bridge from middle school to high school. Um, our up with uh, this school is, I, I like peer influence and some people might call it peer pressure. Um, but I work for the seniors is how this works every year. And, and so we want our seniors to have some extra privileges that the rest of the student body does not get. And the seniors provides the leadership for Shadron High School, and it's worked for us for a number of years. I call them my bull elephants. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're the ones that are keeping the young ones in check for us. Um, but the problem we were running into it the with with freshmen is, I don't have any bull elephants in those freshman classrooms. So when they're in their English, science, math classes, there's just freshmen in there. So there's no one to help monitor. I don't have that peer influence that um, that can kind of tap in there, but. Um, and then the other funny thing is when we're going through this, um, the teachers with upperclassmen, they look at these expectations. They do them anyway. Yeah. You know, it's like they're, they're not allowing cell phones either. And it, I think it, from what I remember, it started when I think we did research papers and students would do research in the library and we would allow students to have their headphones in. Mm-hmm. And then from there it just became, well, when it's work time, when you're doing the homework, you know, we've the instruction is done and you're working now on your project on the homework, whatever the case is that it just came, became a little more allowed. And, um, so yeah, this is just kind of a chance. So for us to kind of rein that in a little bit and restrict, I do want to restrict freshman privileges a little more than what I would do for sophomores and then on to juniors and seniors. So, um, I just spoke to a class last block. I was in a, a freshman transition class talking about careers and some other things, but I got to this topic and I, I told them I saved some time at the end of class so they could ask me about, mm-hmm. you know, what's the deal with the freshman expectations, with those rules, any issues, and none of they, they're we've cool had zero complaints no, from, cool. from students. Yeah. And so I asked them, they're like, no, it's not, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yep. So I thought I was coming in as bad guy, yep. mean guy also to start the second semester. I mean, we brought all freshmen into the auditorium the start of second semester for me to give them a speech about 
we're going to restrict some of the cell phone and head and headphone um, use that we've seen and, and try to limit this a little bit. There's been no. No, I haven't really heard that you're mean either. Yeah. I just wanted to start that off today. Saying well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. But yeah, it has. I'm surprised how well it's gone over. Yeah. And I think um, in our freshman group right now, they, they're clearly a really good class yeah, anyway. Special, yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I'm. I got to admit, I, I'm surprised that I didn't get more of a feedback, negative yeah. feedback from or complaints and. They haven't complained to teachers. They haven't complained. You know, I'm in there asking them questions about it. It's like, do you want to know why? Do you want to know? No, they're like, it's not that big of a deal. No. So no. they and they know they know that music mm-hmm. is a distraction for them in class. And and I think more so now than ever. Like when you're talking about old back when we were doing research papers mm-hmm. and when when we had like those mini shuffle musics that you oh, yeah. put or an iPod that just did yeah. music. Um, most of the time, our kids are like getting their music off YouTube. And yeah. so that's just terribly distracting. And they know it is. Yeah. I think more than hearing complaints, I've heard relief of like, yeah. um, my phone's not buzzing in my pocket the whole time, which is really a blessing because I don't feel tempted to yeah. check it. And then I'm not glued to YouTube <laughs> as much because that's where I was getting my music from was well, YouTube. And they're in the middle of research and they got to stop to go yeah. find the next song because yeah. they're getting it off YouTube or yeah yeah I've seen that too no, so. I, I think they're it, they're really being mature about yeah. it so. and I just can't help but to think about an employer a supervisor out there and, and you know these mm-hmm. students are gonna have a, a job this summer and they're not gonna well, what do you mean I can't have my ear I can't have my headphones yeah. in while like, you know while I'm doing customer service yeah, exactly <laughs> so you know and it, it's gone over well um, I think I was more worked up about oh this is gonna come back on us you know they're gonna there's gonna be a riot <laughs> oh we always are i said that to a student this morning about a schedule change mm-hmm. she came in and she was just so easy to work with and she was like because we had a class that we thought was going to work out that didn't work out this semester it was a, it was a really bummer deal and it will in the future it just mm-hmm. we had a glitch with the college and, and with our instructor and um that's funny you say that because i think we stress out about it more than kids and yeah. i told her i was like i lost sleep over this last night because i thought you were gonna be so and she's like no i know i know yeah. what happened i know we just have to yeah. get this class so um yeah so i think I think another reason I want to segue this into one more thing I want to talk about today. Another reason um, these are so important to have these expectations with our our phones, our headphones in class, even as the kids get older, is our classes are getting bigger. They are getting bigger. Yeah, our enrollment at Shattern High School, you guys, we wanted to just talk about it a little bit today. Our classes are getting bigger, not unmanageable by Mm -hmm. any means, but just I'm excited about it. Yeah. So this is my 18th year in the building, nine years as a, as a teacher and nine years as a principal. And I don't have all the data from what, when I was teaching, so I, I could guess at it. But as a principal, I've kept track of our enrollment every month for a board report that I provide for the, the Board of Education. And, and so this month in January, I go to type in our enrollment. And I'm like, I, I've never seen a number that high on any single month. And I do this report every single month year round for the board. And I've done it for nine years. I've never once had a number. And for us, it's, it was 286. And so for, you know, we're a mid-sized C1 school. Um, so I saw 286 students in the, in the high school. I, it wasn't that long ago. We had 240. Yeah. And no. a year ago we broke 270 and I thought that yeah. was a big deal. So I went back and looked at, since this was the January board report, when I saw it, I looked at every single January board report since I've been a principal. And yeah, we were as low as 240, 244. 
Um, five years ago, I think, is when we were at 240, and we just kind of crawled up to 250, 249, uh, broke 270 last year. Now it's 286 for, for yeah. January, and, um, and that's a good thing. And for us, in a high school setting, that doesn't mean we don't have to add more teachers because we just no. schedule more rooms. Right. You know, in other words, instead of – because that, that's, that's about 12 students per grade more than what it used to be. Now, if we were teaching elementary – we'd probably have to add a teacher to break down those classroom sizes. But for us, it just means, oh, this class is full. We're going to put, you know, there's other classes in our schedule then that, that have some room. And, Mm -hmm. um, but the teachers will tell you right now, it is noticeable. The class sizes are larger. We have some, we have some rooms that are just full that haven't been full in nine years. I was in a algebra one room yesterday and it was like there it's out of space. It does make it a little bit harder for the person who has to schedule these students. Well, that's not me, <laughs> so I don't, I'm not too worried about but that. what a blessing. Like, I think <laughs> so, it's cool. And the, yeah. the, the thing I'm most excited for, because we've got these classes coming mm-hmm. up um, that are a little bit bigger, I'm excited to see our gym at graduation when we yeah. fill all those seats. And, I mean, we always yeah. fill to the brim with, with all of us watching and cheering mm-hmm. these kids on. But I'm excited to see those bigger classes and robes. It last yeah. year, within the last two years, one of our graduating classes was 47. Right. Too small. And I think we had 60. And now we've got classes in this building with 80. Yep. And I don't think panhandle schools uh, across the board are growing. I think no, that is rare. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I take it as we're a pretty special school because when I talk to school counselors um, from, you know, whether it's, you know, west, south, mm-hmm. east of us, I, I think we're one of the only ones in our area that is actually seeing growth right mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah. So I think Scott's Bluff is growing. I can't remember if like Sydney is the, the bigger schools. And you know, that's true in eastern Nebraska yeah. is, is the suburb schools around Lincoln and Omaha. Those populations are just blowing up on them. Mm-hmm. Um, so out here in the west, it's just the larger school districts are seeing an increase. And in, I'm not saying we're a large school district, but in our geographic area, you know, it's mm-hmm. on Highway 20, we're one of the larger. Um, but most of the schools in the Panhandle by far, most of the schools in the Panhandle are shrinking, mm-hmm. including schools around us. Um, so it you know, and it, it helps uh, with the state aid formula. You know, it's going to bring in some more money for the for the district having the larger classes. And we've seen the larger classes in the in the lower grades. It just they finally got to the high school. Yeah. In fact, I think the middle school is about to have space issues. Yeah. You know, they're 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 the ones that are probably the most cramped in the district is is the middle school. Um, so we've got some room to expand yet in the high school, but uh, it is pretty exciting to 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 be. You know, that's a thriving school district. Mm-hmm. Numbers are growing. I think it speaks for our community, you yeah, know, because the community is what draws families in. Yeah. And I know they'll talk about the, the quality of education from the schools, but um, they have to have jobs. They have to, you know, there's other things that um, are involved with bringing these families in. So we had one family came in the start of this year, uh, moved in just late in the summer um, from the other side of Iowa. And they said their grandma had a friend that said Shadron had a really good school system. And that's why they came to Shadron. That's great. Yep. <laughs> had two, exactly two high school students. Yep. And well, it's like a friend of grandma said it was a good school system. And so here yes. they come yes. just for opportunities. And so uh, that feels good. Those are nice pats on the back and, and just mm-hmm. the community itself and, and uh, you know, what it has to offer from uh, recreation, the outdoor stuff, the community programs, uh, community rec, uh, the college, yes. Yes. Um, and the different employers. Um, yeah, just um, really speaks well for Shadron. All good things. Yeah. Uno, a mean principal, and student growth. Yeah. And I wrapped M&M today.
There we go. And I think Uno is going to increase our enrollment some more. Uno is totally. You know they're going to come from all over. They are coming. We're going to get Scotts Bluff kids were jazzed. And then they're going to claim Uno. that we're recruiting Uno players. They are. That's they're probably going to be that. our next. I know. Our I next know. issue. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us. We are back January episode. We were um, we were just starting a school year off last week, so we couldn't sneak away. Yeah. Uh, we had lots going on. Um, up kids, and running. Up and running. Kids are into their classes. Oh, I'm sorry, but there's no schedule changing at this point unless there's an error or um, something that the student needs to talk to their teacher about. Talk to the teacher first, um, but we're in it to win it now. Uh, two full weeks in block scheduling is like a month in an eight-period day. Yeah, really, yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah, you're over a chapter into different yeah. uh, curriculum, so. They're on and moving, so. Appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. I'm Lonnie Watson, high school counselor. I'm Jerry Mack.